What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? You guys have a nice weekend? Ready for a big week ahead? We're not bringing the, the Monday blues on today's show. We're having a good show for you. We're excited. We're pumped up, ready for the week. Maybe it's the vaccine. Maybe it's there's something in the air. I don't know what's going on. but uh, And I've got a bonus pick. We'll wrap up today's show with a bonus pick in the NHL for tonight. So if you happen to listen today, on Monday when the show comes out, we've got a pick for Anoche for tonight. But uh, on today's show, what we'll do is take an in-depth look at some of the more competitive division races. And we'll look at some futures odds as well. So we're going to focus on the East and the West because the Central and the North right now are pretty much decided. There's not a whole lot uh, of drama in, in in terms of the odds. Right now, Carolina in the Central is only two points ahead of Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay is tied with Florida. But if you look at the odds based on games remaining, strength of schedule, things like that, it's a pretty clear cut uh, uh, thing that Carolina is moving on. So just to actually quantify that quickly pulling up the odds, Carolina to win the Central, they are minus 2000. So you have to bet $2,000 to win 100 bucks. A $200 bet wins you a dollar on Carolina. So we're going to stay away from that division. Not a whole lot left to talk about in terms of odds. Same thing with the North, the Canadian division. The Toronto Maple Leafs are currently minus 10,000, which means they're 1 to 100. Uh, again, $10,000 bet gets you 100 bucks. Uh, the second place team in terms of the odds, Edmonton, 16 to 1. So, uh, like I said, we're going to focus on the divisions where the odds right now are close and they say it's going to be a tight race up until the final game of the season. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge, the only place I recommend anyone make their NHL bets because, really, whether you like the underdog or the favorite in any game, Chances are you're always going to find a better price on betteredge.com. If they if a team is minus 120 in the market, they'll probably be around minus 105, minus 110 on betteredge.com. If a team is uh, uh, plus 150 in the market, you can probably find them for plus 175 on betteredge.com, on betteredge.com, excuse me. So really, there's no reason to not bet with Better Edge. You can find a better price for every game. The only reason you guys may not want to is because you're already comfortable with your sports book. You already have one you like. That's fine. I understand that it's, you know, signing up for a new place. It's usually, it's fine. You put your name, you put your info, you got to verify a few things. Boom, you're in. I know it takes a couple minutes, but I promise you it's worth it. A $10 better saves a dollar a bet. So every hundred, if you're a $10 better, every hundred bets, you'll save a hundred bucks. This is worth it, guys. So try it out online, betteredge.com and use promo code SHARP. That That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. So really, besides the sign up process, which who cares, you know, a couple minutes out of your time, we'll get, we're giving you 10 free dollars. So if you don't like it, fine, no big deal. You know, you got out risk-free, but really, I think you're going to love betting big free. So online, betteredge.com, that's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com promo code sharp all right so let's start off with a futures bet that i want to give out because i have one futures bet and i like i said i have a bet for tonight too so we'll save that for the end but i have one actual futures bet that i do like and then i lean a certain way in the other division but we'll start off in the west because right now i do have a bet that i i like currently in the marketplace you can find this on a lot of websites uh i like the colorado avalanche 
to win the West, and they're currently plus 165. You can find this as we record this podcast uh, Monday morning on DraftKings, uh, FanDuel, a couple offshore uh, websites. Uh, You can find this in a lot of places. Uh, The West division winner, the Avs, plus 165. Now, the current favorites are the Vegas Golden Knights, minus 215. And here's why I think we have a little bit of value uh, with the Avalanche. If you look at the remaining... So right now, just to give you a a kind of a current uh, snapshot of what the standings are. Let me pull this up. Okay, so Vegas is currently in first place by four points. They've got a four-point lead, 74 points Vegas has. The Colorado Avalanche have 70 points, but Colorado has a game in hand. Uh, Vegas has uh, six games remaining. Colorado has seven games remaining. So looking at their schedules here, uh, Vegas is remaining six games. Not the easiest ever. I mean, my goodness. They're going to be very, very slight favorites these next two games on the road in Minnesota. Um I, I don't love them tonight. They're minus 125. I don't think there's value there. Uh, so so they've got two games in Minnesota, then two games against a hungry St. Louis team uh, St. Louis team battling for that last spot. Then Vegas plays one more game in Colorado, and then their last game of the season is at San Jose. So by no means do I see an easy end of the season for Vegas. This is a very, very tough stretch. And as a matter of fact, this is about as tough a stretch Vegas has seen in the last two and a half months at the end of the year. The combination of COVID, keeping certain teams out, so rescheduling games for the end of the season, and just the the schedule makers, uh, they left some... Some tough games at the end of the year for Vegas, no doubt about that. And then you, you compare that with Colorado's schedule, and I like how things are looking right now for the Avalanche. The Avs have, I think, one game left where they're going to be an underdog. When they go... Oh, excuse me. And by the way, I said Vegas plays in Colorado that game. That's false. They play in Vegas, and that's going to be a giant matchup for this bet I'm giving out right now. Uh, but Vegas... Uh, Colorado has Vegas on May 10th in Vegas. That's the only game Colorado's going to be an underdog. And you know what? I don't even know if they're going to be an underdog. The only reason I say they are is is because last time Colorado played in Vegas, I think they opened up plus 110, plus 105, something like that. So even though Vegas is going to be a slight favorite in the market, that may be a bettable game. You know, stay tuned here. We may have something there. My point is, every other game Colorado has should be a winnable game. They've got two against uh, San Jose, and they've got four games against uh, the LA Kings. Colorado theoretically should be about a minus 200 to minus 350 favorite in every one of those games. So Colorado has one more game to play than Vegas, a much, much easier schedule, yet they're plus 165 in the market. I don't think that's good at all. So I think that we really have a a very bettable futures bet. And I don't often say that on this show because I don't love to give out futures bets, right? Hey, guys, I've got a best bet. You can cash it in four and a half months, (laughs) you know? It's like, what? Nobody likes those, but this bet, you know, you can cash in just a couple weeks. The NHL season's almost over, and really, for Colorado to be plus 165, clearly the bookmakers are looking at the schedule, you know, and clearly they see what we see, but I guess Vegas right now having that four-point lead with one game in hand, they're saying, okay, if Colorado wins tonight and, and Vegas you know, drops one game, well, Vegas would still have the lead, you know, so I get that, but there's a lot of games left, you know, really, I know there's only six games left, they're only playing 56 games this season, that's over 10% of the season that's left, when you really do the math, now, it doesn't seem like that many games, but 
given the the length of the season, you know, it's still decent. You know, teams can move around. So I like the Avalanche plus 165 to win the West. Uh, Minnesota, I think they'll finish in third, no doubt about that. And then the, the race that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, St. Louis, Arizona, Arizona has not played well enough recently. They were three, six, and one their last ten, and that could have been a really good race at the end. But Arizona simply hasn't played well enough. And the thing is, Arizona hasn't played well enough defensively and in goal. And for Arizona, when those two things go, they they're not competitive. So I think St. Louis pretty clear favorite to uh, make the playoffs as the number four seed. All right, let's move on to the East because the East is two things. They're the best division in hockey. And it's a very tight race right now. The tightest race in the NHL as well. The current leader in the clubhouse, the Pittsburgh Penguins, 71 total points. Uh, Washington is in second with 69. New York in third with 67. And Boston in fourth with 66. So my goodness, every team theoretically has a chance to uh, to win the division. Now looking at some odds, here's what the odds look like. The Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 134, the current leaders to win it, are the favorites. Uh, Washington Capitals, second in the, sta- in the uh, odds, plus 225. Boston's third, plus 450. And the New York Islanders are 20 to 1. Now, it's interesting with New York because this is a team that is just as good as the rest. You know, they've, they had a three-game losing streak a couple uh, a week ago to Washington, which didn't help them at all in these standings. But, but New York's currently third. They've got a point against Boston, and Boston has one game in hand. So I don't, you know, the New York Islanders, this is not my lean, by the way, but it's just interesting that they're 20-1. to 1. You know, the books don't see them doing anything. Looking at the remaining schedule for the Islanders, they've got two games at Buffalo, two games against New Jersey at home, and one game against Boston. I mean, I see New York probably finishing 4-1. and one, But the issue is the teams ahead of them. Washington, two points ahead of them, and Pittsburgh, uh, four points ahead of them. Now, Washington plays tonight. If Washington wins, both the Pens and the Capitals will have 71 points with a game, uh, one more game played than the Islanders. So you start to see the Islanders not only would have to go 4-1, and one, but start to make up some ground on Washington and Pittsburgh, and I just don't think that's going to happen because you look at the other team schedules, well, I see a similar outcome for Washington. Washington's got two games on the road in New York, two games at home against Philly, and what did we say a couple weeks ago? When teams go on the road for that final kind of trip of the season, these players want to give it their all. Last time, the last time this year, in the regular season at least, these Washington players are going to have to get on a plane, go play somewhere, and that's not a bad thing. They're not going to, this is a momentum occasion. This is where they go, hey guys, business trip, let's get it done. Um, So Washington on the road tonight at New York, uh, I I see them winning there. So I think they win their next four games. They could finish four and one. Uh, Pittsburgh, let's see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh schedule. um, Yeah, it's the same thing for all them. Look, they're in the same division, so they're going to get a lot of the same teams. You know, Pittsburgh's got Philadelphia twice and Buffalo twice. Here's the thing, though. If you look at the price right now for Pittsburgh, minus 134, let's do some quick math. If Pittsburgh is a heavy favorite in their last four games, let's say Pittsburgh's a 75% favorite to win their last four games, which that's a heavy favorite, okay? But 75% to win their last four games, that makes them around roughly 31% to finish those games undefeated, to win all four, right, consecutively. That's simple. You just do 0.75 times 0.75 times 0.75 times 0.75. Okay, so 
the, the current price isn't just factoring in the Penguin schedule. It's factoring in what every other team is going to do. So what I would do here is probably not make a bet in the East, but if I had to lean one way, I would go with Washington. You know, here's the reason why. Washington that plays their uh, their next four games, like I said, should be very winnable uh, to repeat what I... Uh, I know I mentioned it earlier, but they've got New York twice, the uh, Rangers, and then Philadelphia twice, and then Boston at the end of the season. Now, if they win their la- their uh, next four games, Washington, and they're within striking distance of the first overall seed, that last game of the, se- of the season between Boston and Washington is going to be electric. That's going to be huge because Boston right now has several games to play to catch up to everyone. Boston's currently play. Oh, no, they've caught up. They've played 50 games, actually. Uh, New York's played 51, uh, the Islanders. Uh, Caps have played 51, Penguins have played 52. So if the Boston Bruins win their next two games and catch up with the Penguins in, ter- in terms of games played, uh, Boston would have 70 points, Pittsburgh would have 71. So you see how this is so tight, so close. And really, with all of these teams at the top having the bottom feeders as their remaining schedule, it's so up in the air. You know, these losses seemingly are random at the end of the year. You know, because you see you see certain things where it's like, what happened there? And you go in depth and you look, it's like, oh, well, Team A outshot Team B by 15 shots. They had seven more high danger chances. You know, a lot of these things are just luck at the end of the day. So one weird bounce of the puck, something weird happens with, let's say, the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game on May 6th. Well, that changes everything. So one small loss changing everything, I don't think is a good bet in the East because there's too many factors that we can't, uh, really account for right now. One loss by any of these teams drastically changes all these odds. So I don't think anything in the East right now is bettable. It's too fragile right now in the market. And when you compare that to the West, that's simple. That comes down to one game, Colorado at Vegas, assuming these teams take care of business uh, against their you know, San Jose's and LA's and what have you. But we're only keeping track of two teams, Colorado winning their games. And if Vegas loses their games, that's better for us anyway. So it's really only one team taking care of business. These other bets, you know, even if you bet the, the Penguins to win the conference or win their division, that's pretty much a bet that they're going to go 4-0. and And as we just did the math, you know, that's around 31%. It's priced minus 134, which is over 50%. That's giving the house a 20% edge if you just make the bet based on those those factors. So I guess my point is it's just a a safer, cleaner bet to bet Colorado. And there's less factors, less things that can go wrong within that bet. But right now, when you look at the the race for the first or for first place, who's going to make the playoffs, a lot's decided. In the central, there's three teams in. Carolina, Tampa, Florida, you know, it's a race between Nashville and Dallas for that last spot. And I think that Nashville is probably going to get that. Dallas has a tough couple games coming up. We talked about the East, Pittsburgh, Washington, New York, Islanders, they're in. It's only a matter of time till Boston clinches. It's going to be those four teams. In the North, only one team has clinched so far, but it's going to be Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and uh, likely Montreal. I don't think Calgary's going to make it. And the West, uh, the clinch teams are Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, with uh, St. Louis. Again, probably only a matter of time till they get the fourth spot. So the bet that I like there is Colorado plus 165, and that's a little wrap-up on the division races. All right, before we get out of here, a best bet for tonight. I kind of alluded to it already. I don't want to give it away. We, we, we did a, what is it called? A little M. Night Shyamalan, a little foreshadowing earlier. Uh, my best bet for tonight. And this is actually one of my better bets in, in uh, quite a while. Uh, a big disagreement between what I have and the market has. You know, it's funny. Some of my friends ask when I have a bet 
um, you know, I, I I feel like this about a game. They go, what's the angle? What's the angle? What's the well, what do you think? A lot of times, like there's no angle. You know, I just I, I I my my computer gave me a much different number than the market has, and my computer's done very very well for me this season. Why go away from that now? So best bet for tonight, we're gonna go Washington Capitals all the way up to minus one twenty five. That's our buy price. I think it's currently like minus one ten, minus one fifteen. You can find it cheaper than that for sure. But I'd buy it all the way up to minus 125. Best bet for tonight, Washington Capitals. They're on the road at the New York Rangers. So, all right, that does it for today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to uh, rate and review us online. Tell your friends and uh, appreciate all the support recently from uh, from you guys. So, uh, whatever, you ha- whatever you have going on today, tonight, I know there's a lot of soccer, some basketball, tons of hockey. Good luck, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.